Welcome to the Buran and Associates podcast, Insurance Banter. In each one of our episodes, you'll experience insightful discussions about important topics that you can turn around and implement in your business and become a more effective insurance professional. We're going to jump right into the discussion today. Uh, we have a guest with us, Connie Kadansky from Exceptional Sales. Good morning, Chris and Connie. Good to see you and talk to you today. Good morning. Morning. All right. Well, uh, Connie, we're going to be talking about the SPQ Gold Assessment. Um, I think if if there's two things that are, are just endemic in the insurance industry, it's finding qualified account managers and finding qualified producers. And nobody has really cracked that nut on how to do it. So we want to jump in and get started talking about how to, uh, I guess, screen for exceptional producers that'll, that'll make exceptional sales. But why don't you tell us a little bit about you and, and your business? So, yes. So I am a 26-year licensee of the two behavioral scientists that developed the SPQ Gold. So it's the only assessment in the world that measures for the 16 types of call reluctance. So that means there are 16 ways that salespeople hesitate to initiate contact and convert the contact into an insured. Okay. And, and so many, many years of experience. And I know, Chris, you're a, a big fan of this, this assessment as well and, and have a lot of your clients uh, using it, including, including me. I've, I've, I like it as well. So we're going to maybe have to all pretend to have a, a little jaundiced eye on occasion because this thing is, is pretty fantastic. Yeah, it really is. I've clients all over the United States and Canada use it um, for the last 20 some years. And um, it is a, it, it, one thing is it helps predict who's going to sell. The other thing I'd like to help my clients, and I know this is one of Connie's points, so I don't want to get too far ahead here is, is making it reduces the number of bad hires <clears throat> that is as important maybe sometimes more important um than anything but um it's a great test i encourage everybody to explore the use of it so connie why don't you go ahead and what you know give us some more information about what makes it so unique what you talked you started to touch on it but can you go a little bit more in depth as to why the spq gold test and how you interpret it one by one, take time personally to interpret it for all of your clients. Yes, and what makes it unique is there are some fundamentals that measures the motivation, which is the physical and psychological energy available to actually do the business development activity. And people can interview for just in so many ways. However, how do you really detect if they've got enough gas in the gas tank? I use that metaphor to be able to get out and really develop business. So that is one of its key fundamentals. And then it also measures whether they really want to succeed. So the motivation is, can they and then the goal level is, are they emotionally connected to their personal and professional goals? And you can be the best 
agency owner with everything possible for your employees and producers. And if they don't bring the can do and the want to, they're not going to succeed. And that's a toughie because we're seeing a lot of people that are just wiped out, burned out. And so those are the two fundamentals. And then also it measures the number one type of reluctance, which is yielder, which they're people per people. They are relationship builders. However, they're not comfortable closing this sale. And it's very costly. And so they can build relationships all day long. But can they develop the skills to do the negotiation in order to close the sale? And then lastly, it measures whether they're coachable. So there's a measurement called oppositional reflex, which measures are they coachable? Will they listen to you? Will they follow your system? And wow, you want to be able to measure that in order to develop them. And I am glad you kind of ended with that coachability piece, because as I look at the SPQ gold and how different it is from other sales type um, assessments, where it, it kind of gets to the end and says, yes, you'd be good at sales or no, you're not. It gives you those different points and you're able to utilize those to help coach the salespeople or even, you know, in my case, self-coach. I remember taking this test uh, over a decade ago and and I kind of have those things in the back of my mind that are going to be speed bumps on my way to success, I guess you say. And I can I could be aware of those when I get mired down in some things that maybe would um, keep me from the sales that I need to be making. Well, and Paul, it's so true in that if you choose to hire an individual, the SPQ turns into a coaching and development tool. And I I really say that people will ramp up three months quicker by using the SPQ as a coaching and development tool. So you never share the results unless you actually hire the individual and you hand them the assessment, say, this is what we're going to work on because very rarely is somebody hundred percent developed. And so when whoever's managing, coaching them and they're on the same page there and they they're aware they can use this to develop that person in a really productive, delightful way on behalf of the producer also. Okay. So when, when we you use this test, when an agency uses this test, they've, they've identified somebody that seems like it, it could work. Um, what are a couple of the interview questions that you recommend using maybe to weed out the candidates who aren't wired for sales? Yes. So usually people use the SPQ after they've had a first good interview with that individual and determined, do they have the basic skills and also are they a cultural fit? And the two questions that I encourage people to ask are, tell me about your first selling experience. So this is before you ever invest in an assessment is, tell me about your first selling experience. 
and really listen and do not allow somebody to just give a superficial answer because most of the time, anytime that somebody has sitting in an interview seat, they've had some kind of experience in high school, in extracurricular. And if they enjoy sales, because good salespeople, they just get some juice around talking to people and and having people convincing people and asking them questions and learning about them and getting them to say, yes, let's move forward. And so if you ask somebody, tell me about your first selling experience. And if they really enjoy, they usually lean forward and they are delighted to share. And sometimes you ask that question, they lean back and they go, oh, 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 you know, what in my Girl Scout or Boy Scout days, my mom just took it to work and she sold the whole thing for me. Yay. <laughs> um, so that's a really fascinating question. And I'm going to throw it back to you. What do, what do both of you think about that question? Chris, I, I saw you smile and I think you probably uh, like it. I like it a lot. Um, I thought I was thinking back to my first sales experience and I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. What was it real quick? It was uh, raising money in high school for um, the uh, athletic club. Yes. And what was your motivation? Uh, And the motivation was so that we could go see, uh, raise money for a trip so that we could go see professional athletes play in person up close. And um so, yeah, we had a lot of motivation to raise a lot of money so we could afford the trip. Yes. See, and that's where you just really can get to find out there. And then, uh, Paul, did you have anything you wanted to share on that? And then I'll share the second question. No, I think it is a great question because it gets into do, do people like to do it? I was I'm the same as Chris in high school. I had the uh, I had to sell ads for the school newspaper. But my motivation was that got me out of school to go sell ads. So as long as I was successful doing that, I could leave school early. So boy, howdy, was I selling ads like you couldn't believe. (laughs) Ah, okay. And so both of you had a positive experience. Yes. And then the other question is, um, tell me about the last expensive purchase you made. And yet some people, it's a car, some people, it's a home or something like that. And then tell me about the process that you went through. And I was working with a commercial insurance um, candidate and I asked him, I said, when was the last expensive purchase you made? And he said, $180 Ray-Ban sunglasses. And I said, oh, and how did you go about it? He said, I shopped for for a long time. And I said, how did you finally decide where to buy? He goes, well, I bought at a place that they guaranteed that they would fix it if they broke or whatever. Okay, now what does that tell you about how he is going to sell? That is a great question. Wow. This guy's going to research and prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare and maybe eventually get around to asking for the sale. Yes. 
And do you agree that people sell how they buy? I think for the most part, that probably is true. I think so. I've never thought of it that way, but yeah, I think so. Yes. So those are the two questions before you even invest in, in take, having them take the assessment. I like that a lot. Very nice. I was, I was furiously scribbling down while she was talking because I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to use those. I'll credit you when I, after I ask the questions. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm thinking about the hundreds, if not thousands of producers I know and um, have met and the ones who buy the boats and the fancy cars and all of this, whether they do or don't have the money to do so are generally the same producers who try to make a sale, whether it's the right sale or the wrong sale or an inadequate sale or <laughs> cut corners or whatever else. They, they kind of go hand in hand. And the ones that are very careful about making sure that they have um, covered all their bases for all the coverages that a client might need are not necessarily the ones who are spontaneous buyers they'll think it through maybe not to that extent as the sunglasses but they'll think it through before they make a purchase yeah yes interesting it, it is it's fascinating so you have you, we have some questions but what's the overall process that an agency owner or a sales you know manager would would go through as they try to assess candidates how do you see that process unfolding most successful? Well, the best thing is always let people know at the very beginning, you may or may not have them take an assessment, call it an assessment, not a test. And so that they'll be aware. And it's very normal now for candidates to be taking assessments. And then just what, you know, when they've decided, you know what, I really feel this is worthy of my investment. I talk about the baseball analogy. Once somebody's made it to second base with you is have them, have them take the assessment. So it's really super easy. They just reach out to me via telephone or email and we set them up and it's, it takes about 72 minutes average for the candidate to take the assessment. And then once they take it, they, the agency owner hiring authority gets a copy of the assessment. And then we have a conversation. And usually the first few times people are very looking for what exactly am I looking at here? And I spend time with them. And then I provide the hiring authority questions to go back to that candidate with and to really really probe and listen and decide, is this somebody that we really, truly can develop? And they get an idea there. So that's it's as simple as that uh, process right there. And I think those, that's the thing I've been most impressed with, with the, the SPQ gold test is that one-on-one -on -one follow-up after it's done. And the um, unique questions that get assigned to each candidate. So you're not asking those same questions. You're actually uh, customizing it to that person and really drawing out the information that maybe uh, you want to confirm or 
dig a little bit further to make sure that that it really is how it was portrayed on the assessment. Yes. Yeah, it is a really nice test. I, I want to make one other point that I think is super valuable for all the people that are listening and considering uh, hiring a producer is another benefit of this test that I've found um, to just be invaluable to my clients is that it also often tells the uh, agency owner what their duties are relevant to uh, helping this producer, this person become successful. And I think that's just, I've had many clients who ignored that part of the test to their own detriment, but those that pay attention to that part of the test gain a lot of additional value specific to that person as to what kind of guidance, what kind of coaching, what kind of feedback that person's going to need from the owner for them to have success. It's a great added benefit that this that the SPQ Gold Test provides. Yes, yes, because it also highlights their strengths. Yeah. And if you get somebody who is really comfortable speaking before a group and going to the Chamber of Commerce and the microphones coming around, I mean, you can aim them in the direction where they're comfortable. And uh, yes, so it highlights the strengths. Yeah, absolutely. Paul? Yeah, it's not just a one-time thing. It, it's, it's something that you could take, make that assessment, and then use as a tool going forward. So I really, really highly recommend it. And, and we use it, I know, every time we engage with, with a prospect that's coming in as a producer. This is something that's just key to our, our process. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Connie, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us today. If somebody's interested in implementing this in their business, how should uh, they get a hold of you? Well, they can give me a call at 602-380-5431 or Connie at ExceptionalSales.com. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us today. It's always great to have these conversations. We appreciate y'all taking the time to listen and look forward to talking with you next time.